Welcome to the Studio Sisters podcast. We're your hosts and sisters, Katie and Taylor. We travel the world, make beautiful things, and run our online businesses. We're creative entrepreneurs and Etsy experts, and we are on a mission to help you make meaningful income online and to create what you love. On the Studio Sisters podcast, we will dive into all things Etsy, running an online business, making money, creating while traveling, and growing your brand. We want you to leave this podcast with more confidence in yourself, your online small business, and the belief that your creative dream life is possible for you. So let's do this. This is Katie, and welcome back to another episode of the podcast. I feel like we should say welcome back to you, Katie. (laughs) And welcome back to me. I just got home yesterday. I was off-grid in Colorado for a week, so welcome back, Katie. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, everyone. So this week, we are doing an episode of Ask Us Anything. Um, A little while ago, we ran some Ask Us Anything Uh, polls and questions on our Instagram, and we answered a lot of our business questions on our Instagram, which by the way, if you're not following us, you can connect with us on Instagram at Shop Studio Sisters, but we saved all of the creative, like not Etsy-focused questions, and we thought, let's just put all of those into a really fun podcast episode, because the truth is, um, Katie and I don't want to share only um, business advice. Cause I think that's like only getting one piece of the, the puzzle when it comes to being like a working creative. Yeah. We're more than just business owners. We're also artists and creatives. So I think it's important like to keep that around. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, um, we're just going to share some of those questions that we got and talk about it and it's going to be really fun. So the first question is for you, Katie. And that is, how did you get started in art? That is a hard one to answer because it's, for me personally, it's like I never got started in art. I've always just been creative. So I was a creative kid. And then I guess how I got started in the like art businessy world is I was a teenage scrapbooker and I got started getting published in scrapbooking magazines as a teenager. That's such a fun, random fact. It's so random. I I don't even really scrapbook anymore, but that's how I started. Okay, so for our listeners out there who are like in their 30s or above, or late 20s, I should say, you probably remember the scrapbooking wave and creating keepsakes, Mm -hmm. the magazine, and um, all of that. If you are Gen Z, you're probably like, what are you talking about? Um, but scrapbooking is still out there. It exists. We had a really awesome episode with Kristen Tweedale of the Awesome Ladies Project, who does scrapbooking in five minutes as a daily habit. Um, so if you want, go find that podcast episode with her. It's super cool. But yeah, that's how you kind of got known professionally, got started professionally, was as a professional scrapbooker. Yeah. And then my art sort of transitioned from paper crafting to 
DIY and crafts to art journaling and now more towards fine art. So it's been a little bit of a journey. <laughs> All right, Taylor, time for one of our questions for you. Um, we got asked, so is there a medium or a type of project that you would like to try or learn? Something that you don't already do, but you would love to try. Yes. Can I say two? Sure. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so for those of you out there who might not know this about me, um, I do fiber arts. Uh, I do tapestry weaving and um, I don't sell. I'm still, I would say, learning a lot, but I just love doing it. It's a lot of fun. And the things that I would like to learn are also in fiber arts. I have done a couple of small punch needle projects. And so I would really love to learn more about punch needle. Mm -hmm. And then the thing that I really want to learn how to do is um, drop spindling, like how to make your own yarn. I have a drop, a drop spindle, you guys. I bought it on Etsy. And I haven't figured out how to use it yet. <laughs> I've tried a couple times and I have not been successful. I watched some really good YouTube videos. Actually, some of you guys reached out to me on Instagram, I think like a year ago when I first started talking about this. And you were like, here's some people on YouTube to listen to, which was super cool. Um, but I still haven't gotten the hang of it. I kind of put it away for a while, but I really want to learn how to drop spindle. Yeah, that looks and make my own yarn. That looks really, really tricky, but it probably just takes like a lot of practice, like anything else. Okay, next question for you, Katie. Is there anything on your artist like bucket list to make or paint? That's a very good question. Um, I would say that something I like I've seen other artists do, and I would really love to do one day is like to paint a giant canvas, like as tall as me. So like six foot tall, just a giant canvas. I would love to paint one. I don't know why. I just think it would be awesome. I think that's super cool. Um, side note for you guys listening, Katie's not six foot tall. <laughs> no, I am five um, foot seven and a <laughs> half. Thank you very much. <laughs> but you know, <laughs> um, so what would you paint? Like what's, what are you envisioning on like a giant oversized canvas? Um, I'm not really sure of the subject, but just something that's like very inspiring to me. So it would probably just be in my general girl and animal landscape style but just I think something on a really large scale like that it would be like super super fun like your murals that you've done but like on a bigger yeah and, piece and on, canvas. on a canvas so that I could put more detail into it whereas a mural I can't really put the detail into it okay so you talked about how you do fiber arts and you do weeding so what is your favorite style or your go-to style of weaving? Also, what kind of yarn do you like to do? Like, where do you get your yarn or what's your favorite? Okay, I really like this question because I think it's a, like, for me, it was a lesson that I learned was I thought I was going to like one kind of, like, style of weaving, and I thought that was going to be my thing on... Um, so, and then I learned, turns out, in actually doing the process, that wasn't my style at all, mm -hmm. and I actually didn't enjoy it. So, um, but I would never have known that if I hadn't actually just started playing around and had a few pieces that I don't think turned out very well to be able to get there. So my weaving style is very freeform, asymmetrical, abstract. There's a lot of flowing movement mm -hmm. in my tapestry weaving. But I thought when I started that I was going to be into like 
geometric patterns, a lot of blocking, color blocking, mid-century modern style, because I love looking at mid-century things. So I thought I was going to be doing a lot more vintage inspired tapestry weaving, more of like patterns and grid styles from like the 1960s and 70s. But then actually the pieces that I made like that, I hated. Um, and I kind of did the thing I didn't think I was going to do, which was the like, woo-woo, like, free-flowing movement uh, kind of vibe, and I fell in love with it, and so that's, I would say, is my style now would be uh, kind of abstract tapestry weaving, and here's a fun fact. I like to only weave in natural fibers, so primarily wool, but I also use banana fiber, um, bamboo, things like that. I have some alpaca. Uh, There's all kinds of interesting natural fibers. And my reason for doing this is I think that the acrylic and synthetic yarns and mediums are like, they slip around in the tapestry. Like the yarn isn't, the quality is just not as good as weaving with natural yarns. So I think that's cool because a lot of natural yarns are slightly imperfect, which makes them really interesting to look at and to work with. I also really love like the texture you get with them. Like they're different. Yeah, I think the texture with a lot of those synthetic yarns is very flat. Like, even if the yarn itself has volume, like it's puffy or velvety or something, it just doesn't, there's no, the texture is not the same. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, like, where do you find those natural yarns? Like, on Etsy? Uh, Most of my yarn, yeah, I buy from Etsy. Uh, From other sellers on Etsy. Sometimes people gift me yarn, like, from local gift shops in their own towns, like local craft shops tend to sell like high quality, all natural fibers. And um, once in a while, I have found like unused skeins of wool or natural yarn at like a thrift store that's like still in the package, which is amazing. Nice. But most of my yarn that I buy directly on Etsy. Nice. Hey friends, we just wanted to take a minute out of our podcast to talk to you about our Elevate Your Etsy Shop Challenge. If you're listening to this podcast, you obviously want to grow your handmade business and live your dream life, and we really want to help you get there. That's why we created our free five-day challenge called Elevate Your Etsy. We'll help you boost your Etsy shop's ranking, fix common mistakes that we see a lot of sellers making, improve your SEO, and do all of this without getting lost, stressed out, or wasting tons of your time. And you can do all this in just five days, which leaves you with extra time that you didn't already know that you had. Hey! (laughs) For your family, making art, or even just soaking up some sunshine. So are you curious about what exactly is in this challenge? Let's talk about it. Each day for five days, we will be sending you an email with actionable steps and strategies that you can take to move the needle forward in your business. In just five days for about 30 minutes a day, we're going to one, identify your niche so that you can focus. I'll give you examples of niches. And if you email me back and tell me what you think your niche is, I will personally provide you with feedback on your niche. We'll also optimize your shop's page and sections, and I'll help you fix common Etsy mistakes that we see sellers making. We will also help you learn Etsy SEO basics. And finally, and I think this is probably the most important, you can set your intentions for yourself 
and really focus in on your dreams so you can start to plan for your shop's future. I know that in the past, all I wanted was a business bestie who already had the experience that I didn't have growing her business and making it wildly successful to sit beside me and be like, yes, girl, like this is the thing you need to do next. Here's your exact next step. So that's why we created this free challenge so that we could help other small business owners like ourselves make meaningful income and scale their Etsy shops with those actionable next steps. You'll be able to avoid the most common Etsy mistakes that Etsy sellers make and also know how to fix those. And you will also learn how to use focus keywords in each listing and get a ton of resources on Etsy SEO. And as we said earlier, we will help you establish your niche so that you can make more money. And most importantly, you're going to feel more confident in your plan to grow your business after doing this challenge. So what are you waiting for? If you're like, hey, yes, okay, this is me. This is exactly what I have been looking for. Go to shopstudiosisters.com slash elevate your Etsy shop, or you can find the link to sign up in our show notes. And we would absolutely love to have you sign up for the challenge because we want to help as many creatives and makers as possible. All right, back to the episode. Okay, Katie, next question is for you. Um, what are your favorite mediums to work in right now? Or slash the listener question says, um, what is most inspiring to you in your own work at this time? Hard questions. <laughs> you want me to choose a favorite? Um, yeah. Well, my all-time favorites are definitely watercolors and oils, but since moving after the summer, my studio is still in a little bit of disarray, so I haven't really broken out the oils yet. So right now, my favorite medium or my go-to medium is definitely watercolor because it's easy and I don't need a big space for it. As far as what is most inspiring to me in my work at this moment, um, definitely like inspired by nature and sort of the world around me. I just got back from Colorado. So right now I just sort of want to paint like all the mountains because I just flew over the Rocky Mountains last night and they were gorgeous. One of the questions we got asked, and I'm going to let you answer this, is what are some of your creative crafty fails? What's a craft fail that we've had? <laughs> okay, uh, where do we start? When we first started producing our own stickers, it took like six weeks to get everything to work consistently and correctly. So <laughs> we went through a lot of sticker fails um, yeah. in developing our product. But I'd say that's a great example of a craft fail. Either the printer wasn't set properly or we couldn't find our cut settings right and so it either wouldn't cut through the paper or it cut too far through the paper we had some issues at first uh next question what kind of music do you like to listen to i'll let you go first Katie. <laughs> okay i have three go-to stations on pandora so here you go well really four we'll go with three okay number one is film scores and two cellos I'm just going to merge those together because they're both instrumental. I love those instrumental epic film scores. Like if I need to like really get into the details and paint film scores all the way. Number two is my Peter Holland station on Pandora. It sort of plays um, just sort of nature fairy music. Um, it's it 
It's very, it gets dark and twisty on that station. <laughs> okay, there's some like Lord of the Rings soundtracks that are like a little twisty on that station. I like them. Um, and then my third station is just an Imagine Dragons radio and it just plays a lot of related music. <laughs> I have like a Spotify playlist of Lord songs that I just like, that's my chill out and focus music, surprisingly. Um, and then I love, lately I've really loved like binomial beats, um, ambient like beat music off of YouTube, just like when I'm really typing and concentrating and working. I think those are really helpful for focusing. So I just put my big headphones on and I listen to like some binomial uh, music on YouTube. And then when I am not working, I like indie folk music, just like random hipster folk music, like the Be Good Tanya's. It's my favorite. Nice. Oh, also, we've both started listening to Christmas music already. (laughs) You guys, it's Christmas music time. (laughs) I found the local Christmas station. If you're a... Christmas isn't happening until after Thanksgiving person, you can stop listening to this podcast right now. Um, we don't want that kind of negativity. We love Christmas. In our lives. We love Christmas and it's such a joyful time. And yep, we both started listening to Christmas music this week. Mm-hmm. Okay. And related to Christmas. So we got asked, do you have time to create during the holidays? Because it can be a little crazy. And if so, like, how do you fit that in? That's a good question. So we have to like plan days and times, I think, where it's like, we're not going to work on these days. We're going to just do fun stuff Mm -hmm. or creative stuff. And then every single day, like we have to set a stopping time. It might be different each day. Like we're going to go till two or three or four or 8 p.m. on a busy day, like whatever it is. But like once a time hits, like you should be done with everything that is critical emergency for that day. Like after that point, everything else can wait. And then that needs to go into your creative time or do your creative things first when you feel most inspired before you get into your work. Mm -hmm. Or what else would you add? Like this is a little bit Etsy related, but like set your shipping times out during the holidays because you're no longer shipping Christmas gifts after a certain point. Mm -hmm. So you can set those shipping dates out. So then during the holidays, you don't really have to work on business stuff that much. And I think that's really important because you can either spend that time with your family doing holiday things, or you can work in some alone time and some creative time in there, which is what I try to do. Yeah. So after most likely, if you're listening to this, probably December 15th or December 18th is like the last day you're going to be able to ship for Christmas. And so after that, you're not going to be shipping orders in like a rush time. So set your processing time out till after the new year and just enjoy it. And um, Katie, are you doing December dailies this year? I haven't decided because I haven't unpacked all of my stuff yet. So I'm not sure if I'm going to do it or not. But um, I do always love to do December daily. Um, It's sort of a holiday documenting project that's really fun so you either journal or scrapbook or take photos and so I usually keep an art journal slash scrapbook during December and if 
that sounds interesting to you, we'll definitely add a link to December Daily, which I believe is started by Allie Edwards, but we'll put it in the show notes for you. Okay, let's do one more question really quick. Katie, I want you to answer this as fast as you can. You ready? No. <laughs> Listener question, are you ready? What do you do for fun? Oh, my mind went blank. Um, <laughs> hiking, drawing, painting, playing with my puppy. Oh my gosh, so many things. Okay, what about you and what's your answer? Go. I drink coffee for fun. It's the holidays, so I'll be baking for fun. <laughs> But you guys, I'm not just about caffeine and sugar. I she love is. to tapestry weave. I love going to the beach. Doesn't matter what time of year, I'm always at the beach. And um, hiking, running, listening to podcasts, and um, yeah, playing with my kitten. I got a new kitten, so that's really exciting. I adopted a kitten a couple weeks ago. So thank you guys for your creative questions that you sent us on Instagram. Uh, we hope that this was just fun and interesting to listen to, to get to know us, the people behind Studio Sisters and our podcast, our coaching program, and of course, our Etsy shop. Uh, we'd love to hear what kind of creative things you have going on in your life right now, what you're doing for Christmas, and just check in and say hi to us. Um, we'd love to hear from our listeners. We do. So... Thank you for joining us today. We will be back next week with another episode. We really hope that you. Thank you so much for listening to the Studio Sisters podcast. If you missed the link earlier to our Elevate Your Etsy Shop Challenge, here it is. Just go to shopstudiosisters.com slash elevate your Etsy shop. Or you can also find a link to sign up in our show notes. Just a reminder, our free five-day challenge called Elevate Your Etsy will help you boost your Etsy shop's ranking, fix common Etsy mistakes, improve your SEO, and we're going to help you do all of this without you feeling lost, stressed out, or like you're wasting tons of time. I highly recommend the challenge. We've had a lot of Etsy sellers go through it and learn things that they never knew before. And the best part is it is free. So all you need to do is head on over to our website, shopstudiosisters.com slash elevate your Etsy shop, or click the link in our show notes. Thanks, and we'll talk soon.